Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And we did our introductions, right, Mom? Mom doesn't have to make me go back and and say them. That's right. Yes, sometimes it, Mallory forgets who she is. Sometimes I forget who I am. Okay. Uh, and just a little reminder, if you like what you've been hearing and if you want to hear more, go and subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a little review and we'd really appreciate it. Anyway, moving okay, on. Okay, that process was not as easy as no, I thought confusing. it should have been. It's confusing. Yeah, what is wrong with those people? Well, I think that's like you you have a really dedicated listener. <laughs> they can figure out how to leave your review on iTunes. That's like, I have to I go think, here, I have to go there. I think anyway. I'm going to make, I'll make a video. I'll make a how to give us a review video. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so today we're talking about sewing terms. Uh, terms that are used in sewing that could be confused for... Um, other things like like terms you use when you murder someone. Yes, or like derogatory terms. <laughs> or... Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Except they weren't always derogatory, well, and they well, become derog- whatever. Yes, we're we're going to yes. talk about words when you say them as someone who sews. Someone who doesn't sew might not you, get the right impression. Yeah, they could give you a weird look, and so maybe this you could play this right. podcast for your friends in case you ended up accidentally offending someone, and. <laughs> Because we never offend anyone, <laughs> no. ever. No. Hey, let's Mallory see. thinks I offend everyone all the time. <laughs> let's start off with um, gore. 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 Like, gore the bull in a bullfight. Like, that's what I think of. Oh, like, really? Gore. Oh, like, I just, you gore them. I just picture, like, entrails oh, like coming gory? out of, like, gory. Oh, yes, I'm, like, I'm thinking gore like you take something and pierce something oh, no. and gore it. I was thinking, like, guts and gore. Oh, well, that too. Yeah, oh, that's, my gosh, there's three meanings that's, to gore. That's exactly. At least three me- meanings. We yes. don't even know, like, what meaning there was to it in, like, 1500 you know, you BC know what, or though? something. I think <laughs> gore, uh, well, it may come from or be connected to the word gorgon oh my gosh. as in Medusa. And there's Al Gore. Well, there you go. <laughs> and then there's Al Gore. Okay. Okay, so what's a gore in sewing? A gore in sewing 
is when you place a piece of fabric you, you, between two seams uh-huh. to give yourself more room, basically. Right, right. Um, a lot of times I, I've had to do this, like, in the seat of pants for a costume or something. Uh-huh. It's not it, – it can be a decorative uh-huh. uh, element. A lot of times it can also be a um, – an alteration element. Right. Well, I remember one year we had these jumpsuits in, in a costuming thing, and they were too tight on the girls. You know, they were going uh-huh. up into their crotch, and I had to put a gore, you know, in basically the crotch to, to give them room. Why is that not a gusset? Uh-oh. I don't know. Maybe we need a sewing dictionary. Yeah, no, I feel like gusset is. No, that's a gore. That's wait. A gore is like if you think of a six gored skirt. It's oh, like well, a whole it is. I, you're piece. right. I'm thinking of gusset. Yeah, you're saying you're thinking right. of gusset. No, a gore is right. You take you make a gourd skirt. You have six pieces and you put it all together. Yeah, and, it and it make the whole skirt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. I got that confused with Al Gore and Gusset. Well, you and, know, I did this on purpose. Whatever. I just trying to make yeah. you seem more human. It's okay. Um so yeah, a gore is a whole pattern. It's it's a whole right. pattern. It's an entire piece. pattern. Yes. Piece. That that goes right. you know, from like the waist to the hem right. of a skirt. And say. again, you may use you also could put a gore in for alterations. Yes. Say yes. you had um, a short shirt or a pair of pants where you needed more fat. In fact, you see this a lot now in shirts or tunics. Yeah. They have a gore in the yeah. side seam mm-hmm. to give them a flare at the bottom, yeah. and that is a gore. I would say a gore. Or it's kind of a cross between a gore and a godet almost. Right, and a gore a lot of the times will, I think, flare out. Almost always. Like, it's yes. not like a gored skirt is right. not a straight well, skirt you know, generally. Do you, you know the little cushions you made like the tuffets yes, those yes. were gores, like gores put together yeah. mm-hmm. so like little miss muffet sat on a tuffet and all those little you know slices of fabric or gores are like in a circus tent those are gores, gores. yes right. the, and they go from like the top to the bottom right um, and they can they oftentimes change in width and now you also know what a gusset is and right. gusset isn't really uh, used for anything else I don't think I, I mean think pretty much well, to make room yeah to make it's a right. thing to make room but I think people get uh, it's easy to get gussets and gores and I've even heard people like think that a dart is a gusset yeah, sometimes pretty much not no but no usually yeah. a dart is to take away fabric right and a gusset would be to add, add fabric well we're gonna do another podcast and a gore on... actually adds shape generally yes we're gonna um do another podcast on things that are easily confused between right. each other. Okay, so let's move on from gore to gimp. And <laughs> gimp is is not a very nice word most of the time. It's Except, you, like, we call the handicap spot. I don't. The do, gimp do spot. you call it no, that? No, we that's what I called it when I was a kid, honest to God. Mom's from a different time. Not a lot that's of all right, because sometimes I've had to park there. That's, I guess, and you know. I was if, a gimp then. If you have, yeah, if you, if you. You get to say it if you... <laughs> if you've been there, it's just like, you know, I can say certain things because I am that. Yes. But, but yes. I cannot say certain things because I'm not. There you go. There That's you right. go. So what is what is gimp in sewing language? Gimp is actually a heavy thread or cording. Mm-hmm. And then there's there's actually two gimps. Right. There, yes. yes. There, uh, there's, it's, there's a heavy thread or cording called gimp. And a lot of times it's used, um, like, in a pin tuck to keep it elevated. Yeah. Like, a, um... Or somehow you um, cast over it or couch over it. You, mm-hmm. you use it in that manner. And sometimes it's even used to gather something. Like you would zigzag over it and right. pull it and gather it. 
And then the other kind of gimp is a type of trim that is used in upholstering. Yes. And it looks like little rows of little, trim. Cut. Yeah, little, little braids. Little, yeah, little yeah. braids. Little, little sort that, of braids. Curly that? little braids. That stuff I put on my jacket. I think that that might be gimp. I think that was gimp. I think it was from the gimp. upholstery mm-hmm. section. Yeah. 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 yeah, and you'll see it to finish off the, uh, you know, the where like fabric meets wood, wood yes. or something. It'll be right. Uh, yes. Right. It'll be on the edge of the upholstery. Glued or like right. tacked or Glued something. Glued or tacked there. generally. Yes, that's mm-hmm. gimp. Yep. So you get to say that now. Um, so, but you could also gimp along. Oh, well, you know, we could just talk about. Animals that are gimps. Nobody gets offended by that. What like, are, what, oh, oh, like, like a three-legged like three, like dog. dog. Everybody, uh, those are uh, fashionable yeah, right now. Yeah. So that would be, like, if you named your three-legged dog gimp, I don't think anybody would be offended. <laughs> you know, somebody will get offended somewhere. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, anyway, we have lots of, you know, many differently type-abled friends that <laughs> I know that they make the gimp jokes about themselves. And I was going to say, have a, we have a friend in a like wheelchair, wheelchair that Sam, calls himself gimp. Sam. Yes, yeah, he's yes. like, yeah. And yes. he revels in it a little bit. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, let's talk about ham. So if I like ham, ham is tasty. That's right. You are a ham. I am a ham. Mallory's uh, baby, Zelda, she's a ham. She's already She ahead. just hams the camera. She, she like. No, the best. She, no, she mugs cameras. The she's best really thing good she's at. ever done is I brought her into the school to meet Derek in his classroom. And we're walking out of the common area, and everybody's like, "Oh, look at the baby! Oh, look at the baby! Oh, look at the you da, 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 da. And she gets all the way to the end of the common area, and she's kind of been like hiding her face away, and then she just goes like, hey! turns around, and she, yeah. like yeah, like faces Mugs her public, the audience. and yes. gets you know several reactions out of several people at the same time. And so I'm training and no, her, and right. knows she's done it. <laughs> That's right. She's eight, nine months old, and yes. she's doing that. Yes, but she did it when she I was think eight she did, months yeah, old. Yeah, she did it when she was seven or eight months old. So. Yeah, uh, but I, uh, what's a ham and uh, the fruit doesn't fall far from the tree <laughs> on that story. Let me tell you, <laughs> what's a ham and sewing? A ham and sewing is something that you press over, and it sort of looks like the shape of like a canned ham. Yeah, with with, with sort of smoothed out rounded edges, so that you can lay. Um, say, you know, the the neck or collar of a jacket over that shape and yeah. press it into that shape. So you're not... Because you don't want to press flat, flat because your body's flat. not flat. Yeah. Your body's more like a ham, your everybody, body, than body. an ironing board. <laughs> At least most of us. <laughs> Mine me. always has been more like my a ham. Wa- my washboard abs, <laughs> ironing board abs. Yeah, we'll get a washboard we so did, we can press your stuff. We yeah. did have uh, that customer who had the ironing board with the disappearing That's right. clothing on the man. Right. She, she it had like a... Um, what what do you call the male stripper guys? Like a chip, like and a Dale, chip and Dale right. kind of guy on the ironing board cover, and as you heated and went over like the speedo <laughs> area, the speedo disappeared. <laughs> so anyway, she was a fun. Customer. It was like the it was like it's like the ink pens with the that's right. Or, yeah, where you turn upside down and their clothes fall off. Yes, exactly. So that's a ham. Hams are hams are useful in ironing. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me what inspires your music. And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And then also another ironing weird term is clapper. Yeah. Clap, clap, clap. Actually, I think it would be really fun to make a little, um, I've got a joke, and put a bunch of clappers in a circle and put, like, round of applause. Okay. Like sewing so humor, right? My parents, okay. like, when I was growing up, we had black and white TV most of the time. And then and then we didn't have remotes. And my parents had a TV in their bedroom. Uh-huh. And my dad could just clap and clap uh-huh. it off because he put a clapper right, right. on it. And we always had these huge dogs, and they had ta- tags on them. And if the dog got up in the middle of the night and shook his head, it would turn the turn TV the t- on. <laughs> yeah, so it's not a, it's not a lamp that where you go That's clap, right. clap, and it turns on. A clapper is looks like a wooden iron, kind of. Right, you right. Know. Yeah. Like an anvil kind of shape. Right, Almost. Right. It usually has a handle to it. Uh-huh. And then, like you said, the shape of the iron is on the bottom, and you can clap the seam. Mm-hmm. So it has to do with sort of hammering or patting down the seam. And I'm using a whole bunch of hand gestures <laughs> while I'm doing this. <laughs> and they're specifically for radio. And they're really, they're really good. <laughs> um, but the clapper, I, I feel like the clapper could be used in two ways. After you get uh, something hot. Right. Okay. You could do it then, then so you don't have then to add can, more heat. Yeah, right. you don't want to add more heat, but you want to set it. Um, so you put the That's wooden right. clapper down on it and, you know, basically set that in right. place, you know, not hot anymore. And then also, if you can't use heat on something, right? Right. And the other thing it will do is if you have a really, really bulky seam, yeah. sometimes you can pat it and pat it and pat it uh-huh. down so you have compressed that seam. Right. So you sort of clap it. You bam, 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 bam. is what you do. Right. All right. So did we, did we cover uh, clapper? We covered clapper. Okay. Isn't a clapper's what's in a bell? Is that is that right? Is yeah, that I think right? that's what the ding-dong thing is. But in the bell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what about sewer? Oh, oh, I, I mean, mean sewer. sewer. <laughs> okay. Well, here's what really bugs me about that is that now people are calling us sewist and they, they've they've made new words because they don't they think people are reading sewer sewer, sewer as, as sewer. Yeah, yeah. But there's other words that are spelt the same in the English language that you know, I'm not worried about being confused with the sewer. Yeah, I think that people well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just think the sewist thing is like someone got offended because somebody called them a sewer. I can't even imagine. You know that what happened. I think it is? I think I think we went from maybe no not seamstress anymore. Right. You know, you're seamstress not, is a seamstress lady. Seamstress is a lady. And Taylor is a man. And Taylor's man. Right. And uh, and so then, you're a sewer. So then you're a sewer. I think you're a and sewer. And then you're like, oh, looks like sewer. Got to do sewist now. I like to say stitcher. Yeah, I, I say stitch or sew. But um, that's a that's another podcast. Is what do people think of you because you sew? <laughs> kind of reputation, yeah. yeah. Sewing reputation. <laughs> so yeah, what do you like to call yourself? Are you a sewer? Are you a sewist? I mean, you can oh, say. Oh, I thought you were asking a question. I was going to say. I know sewing you, goddess. I know what you like to call yourself. The um, omnipotent sewing goddess. Omnipotent. You don't say omnipotent. <laughs> no, omnipotent. Okay. Because it is potent. No, anyway. There you, whatever. Whatever. It's fine. Okay. That was a joke. What mom's, uh, another favorite term of mom's is bias. I love my biases. 
bias. It would probably do a five-part co- podcast series yeah. on bias. And so, yeah, when you tell someone, okay, and this really, really, okay, I have to say, pet peeve, pet peeve, coming up, coming up, something that bothers me. On on the Food Channel and the HGTV and Food Network and all that, they go, cut the bean on the bias. You cannot cut a bean on the bias. It's cutting the bean on a slant. Beam or bean, a bean? A bean, like a bean, like a B-E-A-N. Or, or the food. They'll say, cut the food on the bias. Now, you can How cut. How can you cut a bean okay, on the bias? You can, I think you can cut. I think, I know. I do believe you can cut meat on the bias because you would go, at an angle, you can, but you can't cut. You cannot cut like fennel on the bias, or oh, I understand, uh, or like, a carrot on the bias. Meat has a grain, to right? It. it has a grid and yeah. a grain, so you can cut it on the bias. And and wood, wood also right. has a bias to me because it has a grain. You can yes, cut. but you know you but when you cut it on an angle, it doesn't change particularly how it. How acts. It, right, how it acts or it And it does do right. that with meat. It meat right. it does, yeah, yes, because yeah, you're, right. you're breaking down the fibers. So bias right. is forty five degrees. Right. Okay, across the fabric in, in relation to the selvage or to your straight cut edge. Right. In to rela- the crosswise and lengthwise grain, it is a forty five degree. Angle. I actually posted a little text conversation between myself and Sewing Steve, uh-huh. where I was trying to very succinctly oh, that's right. you were explain him. bias, yeah. and I did an amazing job, and, and he, he came cut up bias, with a good product. and he did, yes. yeah, he made his thing, so you can, Absolutely. yeah, it's very easy, but bias, when you cut fabric on the bias, it normally reveals, uh, woven fabric on the bias, reveals more stretch. Absolutely. And when you cut There's meat, a manipulation and a stretch to it, and it doesn't um, ravel as much so anymore. You're There's a whole you cut, lot of things. If you were to cut wood against the grain or, or 45 degrees It doesn't grain, change the character yeah, of the wood. I understand what you right. mean. Right. right. Whereas with the meat, it really can. You yes. Know, it's yes. stretchy. Or with the, but not with a carrot. <laughs> or a bean. <laughs> a bean. <laughs> I know. I'm like. That's why I I'm like, like, give me a break. You cannot. So who you know, was cutting you, a bean on the bias? I, I must probably know. someone I didn't. Pre- I, I, you're no, not a fan. I'll of. bet <laughs> Alton Brown did not say cut it on the bias. There you go. He's too scientific. He knows what he's talking about. Yes. Okay. So we got we got bias. Okay. And then okay, we just got to cover this one. It's probably the most controversial term that I'm honestly a little afraid to say. It is sometimes. not. If I explain it to you, but go oh ahead. well, no, I know once right. you explain it, but I'm I'm deathly afraid someone's just gonna like throw a glass of water in my face and run out of the store. I think this is also one of those terms that the group can use, but you have to be careful if you use it. Oh, no, 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 because on Facebook I see it all the time. Well, I see it too. I see my my friends call each other this if this is what they, you know, if they're in that group. Right, and so the term is faggoting. Right, or right. Yes. Now, do you know or what a faggot to, to is? Faggot. Yeah, like, a faggot is a bundle of sticks. Uh, right. Yes. Right. Or actually, this is not really how it was ever used over here, but like a fag. Right. That was very English. Yeah. Right. A, a fag. They used mm-hmm. to, in the 50s, they would call a cigarette a fag. Yeah. Because so, it was a stick. So, faggoting is a sewing term. And I always. I, tried didn't, to... I can't believe you knew the fag thing about the cigarette. Yeah. I can't believe you knew that. Okay. I'm surprised. Um, who do you think I am? <laughs> Is that on like one of these like contemporary shows or something no, now? Oh, okay. No, I just, I'm just I just didn't know if you would know the term "fag" for a cigarette. Aware. Okay. Okay. So um, it's I, not like I use that term a lot around you, right? When I um, 
Yeah, I learned it from you, Mom. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, uh, whenever I talk about faggoting in the store, I always make sure to, like, go get my sample first. Right. And be like, faggoting, look, look, look. Right. This and, and, and what faggoting <laughs> traditionally was in sewing was when you had a bunch of little threads and then they were sort of bundled together. Together, yeah. And, and they also held two pieces of fabric together. They yes. were like an insertion. Yeah. Between two or, pieces of fabric. like, I've seen it with a really, not, like, loosely woven, but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, sheer kind of like a batiste. Right. And you could, like, take out the lengthwise, right. mm-hmm. you know, um, threads, and then you have all of these just right. crosswise threads, right. and then you can either sew over them by They're the machine, together, or, right. and they'll bunch together, and they'll look, I mean, it looks like kind of like bow ties. That they do. They look, are little groups of sticks. Yeah, little, little yes, little, little bundles lines, of little sticks. Bundle of lines. Okay, so our next term that we're going to talk about is welt. And welt is... When my mother used to hit me with the spatula, <laughs> I got a welt on yeah. the back of my leg. Or with one of those switches that you brought in with in your, right. you know, your, your faggoting bundle. Sticks. Yeah, your bag of sticks, right? Okay. Right. So a welt in sewing is... Go ahead, Mom. It is basically a little piece of fabric mm-hmm. that is used just to edge something. Right. Um, you it's had welted of, buttonholes. It's more like a technique than like a right. an item. Right. Uh, like right. you can say you have a welted, welted pocket. pocket or something. And what you'd see is you'll see a pocket that is like a slit and it's made into the garment. And all you the welt is that little piece of trim fabric. That's right. And you have to like on the back of a pair of and men's it can, khakis. And it can be on the bias or it can be on the straight grain right. also. And they yeah. can be, it's a, it can be a difficult technique to master. If you have to. It's really not very hard, you guys. Well, yeah. you have to. You have to be very precise. Right, you right, know, you, you do. don't get to just like smack, smack your patch pocket no, onto right. your pants, right? right I mean, right. you know, it's a little more. If you've ever, yes, it's right. a little more involved, right, right? You know, so that's that's what a welt is. Um, is that little piece of fabric that you know kind of edges around that inset or not pocket? What, it's not or a button. raised mark on your skin. That's right. But yeah, it's not. It's not what you get from being beaten up. And then let's uh, say our last term that we're going to cover today is armsai. Armsai. We're not, this isn't a term that's really used anywhere else. I use it. But I think that people are like, what what are you talking about? You know? An armsai <laughs> is the hole in the garment uh-huh. where your arm goes through. That's right. So I, I do honestly prefer it to armpit. Like arm, armhole. Yeah, I like armhole. I, I like armpit just sounds so awful. Yeah. Like now I have a question. It's okay. a, yes. I have a question. Arm size is not a negative term. So when you when you measure your arm size, mm-hmm. like think of slipping a measuring tape mm-hmm. um around mm-hmm. your arm like right. you were gonna cut off your arm at the shoulder, right? right? But is the arm size also like the top of a sleeve pattern? Like is that is that not uh, is that right? To call top that of the sleeve. like a sleeve pattern, the arm size is the curve at the is, top that would go around your arm size. Yes. Is that also called the arm size? I believe so. I, I do call you call I, that I, too. I do it. Okay, where you would insert a sleeve, basically. Not where area. no, I'm of, but I mean of the of the sleeve pattern, and there's that. Oh, the sleeve the, pattern. Yeah, not well, of, that is the arm size. Yeah, yeah, because that's the measurement. That's you're what using. I would say. Right. Okay, okay, so that's the arm size. So the top of the sleeve would be an arm. The me- arms eye measurement. Right, right. Yes. That's what I would say, too. Right. And so arms eye is spelled A-R-M-S-C-Y-E. Arms eye. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, let us know if you've ever talked about sewing and gotten uh, 
water splashed in her face or or just someone was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'd love to hear about it. Tell or, us. Or what people maybe called some of those things Oh, well, that, yes, like, yes, that's another. You always come up with some extra podcast topic at the end of the podcast. I just I'm trying can't to wrap stop things talking. Up. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> I'm trying to wrap things up. Well, thank you so much for listening, and obviously we'll have more shows for you to listen to. <laughs> so long and so happy, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did something for the first.